Welcome. I say, welcome. This is Unacceptable Behavior. A little bonus episode, I guess we'll call it. This is the Q&A, something I've been talking about, wanting to do for quite some time now. We're going to finally jump into it with the last episode being literally the last episode of the season. This is something I want to do regardless. So, I threw it out there, got some questions back. I was looking for 20, didn't quite hit the 20. But we're definitely going quality over quantity here. Y'all hit me with some good questions. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm real eager to jump into those. So um, it goes without saying, with the engagement I've had throughout this first season, anytime I've gotten anything from any women contributors, I tend to kind of leave their names out of the fray for the most part, only because I want to continue to have engagement if I'm going to continue with the podcast. And we do that by making sure nobody gets talked down on, talked at, uh, disrespected intentionally or not after the fact. Uh, and it is what it is. So the questions, I received them. I shall not be throwing out where those questions came from because it doesn't matter. We're going to jump into these answers. Q&A, man, it's unacceptable behavior. I've been looking forward to this. It's Jason Graham, your boy JG. Take a real quick break. We'll jump right off into the first one. Let's see how this goes, man. I appreciate you rocking with me one more time. In a minute. Let's get right to it. First question, man. Uh, how soon is too soon to have sex? This is an easy one. I appreciate this question. It's a nice, it's a nice warm-up. Uh, the, the quick and dirty of it is the answer depends on who you are as an individual and more importantly, your, uh, recognition of who and where you are in your life. Uh, of course this question, this, these questions came from women. So I'm speaking almost exclusively to women when I give my answers. Uh, you have to know who you are at this point in your life. Where are you? Are you someone who's still out experiencing life? Are you someone who is getting out of a situation? Are you someone who is uh, at that point in your life where you're tired of the games and you're looking for uh, long-term potential in your next situation? Uh, or, or are you at a point where it's like you're you're kind of out and about and if something passes by that kind of checks off enough, sort of, enough of the boxes for you to take notice, cool. But in the meantime, I'm about to get this, get my physical rocks off, if you will. If that's the case, I mean... You you have to know who you are and what you're trying to be in the very near future. Who are you in this moment? That Knowing that answer will ultimately decide, determine how soon is too soon to have sex. 
from a male point of view, which is obviously what this show is, is centered around, unacceptable behavior, Jason Gray. Um, I give male perspective. So for more often than not, you're going to have men who it's not so much that they're going to they'll look at you differently depending on how soon you have sex. Say, for instance, day day slash night one versus uh, week one, two weeks, et cetera, et cetera. But even men don't prescribe to the 90 day rule, but they kind of inherently understand why it is thrown out there as something that women should look into, uh, you know, enacting. The quick and dirty of the 90 day rule, man, if you don't know, pretty much is to make sure that there is something or some things about this other individual that you like to the point that you do not mind spending time with this individual outside of strictly bedroom activities, which, of course, do not have to take place exclusively in the bedroom. That's what it is, man. So in that 90 days, you are supposed to get to know this person to a point where you're like, I have not enjoyed this person physically yet. I know that they are attractive, but I have not partaken in all that they have to offer. But I, I've gotten to know who they are as an individual. I know their their interests. They match up with mine. We have similar goals. Uh, we come from similar backgrounds. We, you know, we, we're looking at relationships at least in a, on, a, in a, on a similar plane. So I actually like this person. That's, that's really the only thing the 90-day rule is for. Is to make sure that there is something else outside of the physical that is tying you to this individual. With that said, that 90-day rule does not guarantee jack shit. There are people who you mesh with perfectly on every single thing whatsoever, with the exception of the bedroom. And that and uh, that in and of itself opens up a whole new can of worms. That, that's a that's a whole new topic of discussion that uh you know, cannot be covered on today's episode. But, um, yeah, man, at the end of the day, it depends on who you are. So if you know who you are, if you know you're secure enough to be able to have uh, a fuck buddy, then, yeah, hey, man, if that's what it is and you recognize it out the gate, knock yourself out. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. If you know that's not who you are, you know you're good for conflating things and making things a little more than they probably should be just because the physical has been kind of partaken in, pump the brakes, man. Back up. Move the, back, move the bus back. As far as giving you an actual hard and fast answer, I can't do that. Again, the best I can offer is you knowing who you are and where you are at this point in life. If you are an inexperienced individual sexually, however, I will say I strongly urge against you jumping into the bedroom or into those types of behaviors outside of the bedroom uh, too soon. Too soon. <sighs> Month, two months. Maybe three. Maybe the 90 day rule does apply to you specifically if you're one of those people who are a lot less inex inexperienced. Uh, but that's it on that. I'm a, hopefully I, that, that answer was at least moderately sufficient. And uh, with that, we're going to slide off into question two. Uh, let's see. Question two I have. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. <laughs> question two, man. Uh, why won't you all leave us alone? Uh I can kind of assume where this is coming from only because I have heard this question uh, more than a couple of times from uh, women in passing conversations. Pretty much, uh, again, working off assumption, I could be wrong, but this question comes from men acting as though or approaching a woman in the under the guise of wanting something more than just something physical, 
but their actions not following through to kind of back up that play. Uh, so what that means, or let's start over. To answer that question, why won't we leave you alone, we meaning men? Because we don't want to. It's, it's, it's just that simple. And it's not in a malicious type of way. It is in a selfish and an un an unprovoked level of selfishness, if you will, meaning that we we but we ultimately want what we want when we want it. Uh, we we don't go into it thinking like, yeah, I see this woman, she's attractive, but I'll, she's attractive physically, but there are other characteristics about her that are luring that are drawing me into uh, this woman's magnetic magnetic field. But once I get in there, and we you know get closer to the point of exchanging phone numbers, having conversations, trying to set up uh, dates to meet out, to, to go out, well, you know, COVID notwithstanding or whatnot, the follow-through was lacking. So the question of why won't we leave you all alone, uh, I'm going to flip that. My answer is more so why do you extend chances and opportunities to people who don't deserve them, right? So. It's, it's one of those things where it's like women, you control more, you, you own more power than you like to admit on a regular basis, especially when it comes to men. If a dude shows interest, right, reaches out, you reciprocate, things are going good. You go back and forth for, we're not even going to say a long period of time, we're going to say a couple of days. And then things start to kind of, you know, fall off slightly. Unless this individual expressed to you that he's an extremely busy guy or he's just bad with communication, something he's trying to work on, like unless he kind of gave you some type of precursor in the very beginning. It's OK for you to check situations when things first arrive. That doesn't mean nag a guy, hit him over the head, beat him to death with why, you know, why, 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 uh, what's up, what's up, what's up. I thought you said, I thought you said, I thought you said. Don't do that, because obviously. Too much nagging, especially early on in the game, when you don't have a quote-unquote stake in that man. There is no, you know, full-on relationship there that that kind of gives you the cachet needed to be able to do certain things, to say certain things at different times, at different at different uh, different ways. It's going to give you a negative outcome, right? But at the same time, I will say, if things start to look a little different, way too soon, in your opinion. It's okay for you to voice it. Voice it, you know, carefully broach it. Don't be attacking. Something I kind of touched on, I believe, in an episode last season. Like, don't come, don't be accusatory. Don't be overly aggressive. Just bring it up in conversation because that's what it's supposed to be. If you guys are in the beginning getting to know you type of thing, you know, just kind of throw it out there. Ask a question. See what's up because it could be something going on. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Uh, It could be something as simple as he's just not used to being in whatever this is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and if that's the case, then we got to figure out how do we work around that? What do we have to do to fix that? How do we, you know, make amends to find the find a common ground, right? But I will say women, 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 uh, if you're new to the podcast, first off, welcome. I speak very bluntly because I like to get to the point and I don't like you having to swim through the minutia of things that I say to try to find the the answer to whatever question or perspective you're looking for. Women, especially early on, 
if a man tells you something that pretty much lets you know who he is, believe it out the gate. If a man tells you something that shows you that he's expressing some form of interest, if he does not follow through on that early on, it is okay for you to open your mouth and say, hey, what's up? Again, don't hit him over the head because he's going to shut down immediately go that route. But you can bring it to him. Pro, you know, throw the question out there because you won't know unless you ask, right? If he gives you a suitable answer and you're fine with it, keep moving. And let's see what transpires moving forward. If things change, outstanding. If they don't, if you feel the need to broach it again, by all means do so. That's your right. At the same time, if you broached it once, things don't change, or he says they will and they don't, why are you giving opportunities and chances to a man who has not given you a ring, who has not invested any time, who has not made you any type of exclusive priority so far in your dealing? Moonwalk out there, bitch. You know what I'm saying? My cousin, shout out to my cousin Ant. He um, asked a question that I threw on an episode last season where he said, why is it that when uh, women ask for the truth, they can't handle it? And the reason that he threw that question out there, situation he was dealing with, I think it was kind of early on in the game. The woman kind of, you know, asked him what was up. He told her what the deal was with him personally, who he was as an individual. Uh, she didn't quite, she didn't quite believe it, or she was on that, that frame of mind where it's like, I can deal with it, whatever. She told herself she could. When he was consistent and doing exactly what he said he was going to do, uh, not intentionally, but just because of the the person he is and the the way that he moves, he's a busy dude, got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, she caught an issue with it. He circled back around, was like, hey, I told you this is what it was. Uh, she raised a big to-do about it. Things ultimately didn't work out. They went to the left. That was kind of one of the same situations where it's like, dude, look, at the end of the day, the best thing that you can, the, the most you can expect from anyone is the truth, right? Especially in today's day and age when the truth is probably second or third, possibly even fourth or fifth on some people's priority on how they deal with individuals. Somebody tells you the truth, ladies, especially a man, out the gate, if he tells you who he tells you who he is and how things work in his world, when you first meet him, believe him. If you so choose to try to make that work and see if you can kind of massage that situation, that's your right. That's your right to try to see if you can make it work. If you see that you can't, do not circle back around to that man and raise it up as an issue. Because at the beginning of the situation, he told you what it was. So now you look crazy because you lied to yourself and nobody else. That's it for question one. Question two, I'm going to take a real quick break. Uh, get a little water so I can stop bumping my guns. I can get a little long with it at a time. Uh, when we come back from paying these bills that don't need to be paid, we're going to slide right off into question three and question four. Hey, man, it's unacceptable behavior. Season two, episode one. Maybe it's the prequel to episode one. I don't know. We'll see. You know, whatever. Keep rocking with your boy. I'll be right back. Season 2, episode 1, prequel to episode 1. Your boy, JG, here on the first episode of UB for this, you know, continuation of the conversations that we have. Uh, we got through questions 1, question 2. We're sliding off in question 3 right now. Uh, that question is kind of similar to 
one that we had uh, in question two, mildly related. It's uh, what do you all want from us? Uh, the question is kind of related. Also, something I said in that my last answer is uh, kind of similar. Uh, we want everything. That's that thing where it's like it's a it's a uh, it's an unintended selfishness, right? Uh, and the reason the only reason I say it's unintended is because uh, it's one of those things that's been un is gone unchecked for far too long. There's just been a a, a shift in the way that relationships are conceived the way that they are nurtured and the way that they are fed to allow continuous growth and positivity and productiveness, to be frank. And because of that, it's caused a lot of inadequate follow through on the men's side. But again, it's going to sound crazy for the new listeners. Again, look, I apologize. Feel free to go jump back into season one, get a better understanding of where my brain works and why I say the things I say, and how I say them. I do not mean anything by the answers that I give. Again, just as direct as humanly possible. Ladies, you have the key to controlling all these things that happen in relationships when it comes to men. And the way that you can do that is by actually not standing for a lot of the behavior that you're dealt with. Now, uh, I won't go too far from the tangent because I don't want to get too long when it gets sidetracked. But... On this question, what do we what do we men want from you all? We want the world. That thing hasn't changed. The way relationships look in 2021 uh, have definitely changed. They look totally different from what they did 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, but at the same time, just like there are a lot of women, especially single women, who they have in their mind what they think they want uh, a productive, positive relationship to look like. And more often than not, it's something that looks like the, let's say, pick the pick the most uh, positive relationship that you have in your family, whether it be your parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles. Uh, it could be even a, a, a couple that's a friend of the family that, you know, you grew up with. Whoever that, that couple is, you want something that looks like that. The problem is uh, the things that it took to make those relationships work are totally different when put into a vacuum with the way that the world works in the present day so we gotta gotta we gotta retrofit what that what that looks like now to have a better understanding a more realistic understanding of of what that looks like for those people who are out and about looking for relationships in the current uh landscape but uh what what do we want men want everything so we want we want the freak we want the the homemaker we want the intelligent woman, we want the woman that's uh that's 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 not not necessarily that's that's the party girl, but somebody who like who who is comfortable in settings with other people. Like we we want we want it all. But the the where the rub is, is again, just like the previous question, is what you allow. See, we we men have been allowed to kind of move and do things in relationships a certain way for the past uh, two was 2021 past two i'm gonna say the past two decades that are so far left of what men in relationships look like back in the day and things weren't perfect back then but they look totally different things that you had to do just to get a woman's attention and keep a woman's attention 
are so ridiculously different from what they used to be that it's thrown a huge monkey wrench in the game. Everything is warped. Everything's fucked up right now. So it looks like men want something different from what they may say to you that they do. They act what when when they say they want a relationship or they say they want to get to know you. The problem is they don't know how to get to know you anymore. That has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with just the way the world works. Blame the internet. Blame social media. Blame that 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 access to excess that we've been afforded, we've been provided over the past two decades. To be honest with you, it's fucked up everything when it comes to relationships. So we've unlearned or for, forgotten. <laughs> we've we've forgotten what it takes to just get to know someone. We don't know how to have conversations anymore. And the downside to having the internet, especially in social media, is it takes less effort to actually get to know someone in the present day because all of your fucking business is online. So I can get to know you before I even know you. So if if I kind of already have that information, then that kind of, you know, dwarfs or, or dwindles the need for me to, to, to work to get to know you. And what we're missing is in that getting to know you process from 10 to 10, 20 years ago, 10, 20, 30 years ago, that getting to know you process was that time that was being spent. So you think about the time that it's that we that it took to one, get to know you, but the extracurricular things that we did to engage that process. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the actual dating comes in at. That's where the actual phone calls come in at, where, you know, I'm asking you about your day. You're telling me about your day. And then uh, as simple as. As, as easy it is for you to tell me the one thing that happened at during your day that was wrong, I now ask the follow-up question about your job and what you do. Is this something that's a norm or not? Now you're telling me why things are the way they are at your job, which in turn lets me know who you are as an individual. All this shit kind of works together. But if I already know that, again, beforehand because of the internet, because of social media, that process is re- almost rendered null and void. So you take that, add it to the fact of, again, the access to excess. I have access to so many women that I don't even have to have uh, the attention to sit still and just look at this one individual to get to know this one individual. Because I literally can pick up my phone, go to any app and see hundreds of thousands of women who are physical uh similarities of the woman that I might be dealing with or who I might have just met or who could be totally different. That's going to grab my attention. And now I'm got ADD even when I'm not clinically diagnosed of having such. So short answer, see, I'm rambling, but hopefully you pull something out of that. Like what it is, is what men want. We want whatever it is that we, that we told you we wanted. So if we told you we wanted to get to know you, that's the truth. If we told you you want a relationship, that's truth. The problem is we don't know how to do those things. And because of the current climate, meaning the current way of the world, meaning things that we absolutely cannot reverse at this time because we are dependent on smartphones and the Internet and social media. Uh, I don't really know the fix, to be 100 percent honest with you, on how to adjust that. Uh, I think it definitely can be done. There are plenty of people who are finding love in this present day. 
But again, even like just like I, I said, you have we have the retrofit, what a relationship looks like, what the what the men and woman's role looks like in those relationships. The same thing goes for that getting to know you face. What does that look like? It's different. It's similar, but it's not at the same time. Sorry, I couldn't be a little more direct, but that's the that's the best way I can answer that one. So we're going to slide off into question number four, which is related. What happened to courting and dating? That question, similar to the last one. Uh, there's a nexus, man. It, it, again, it goes back to the Internet and social media. There's that the access. I'm sorry. We're going to take the access out because I don't said it enough. And if I say it again, my tongue might fall out of my, out of my ear. It's the excess that we have access to <laughs> you know what i mean that, that's what it is man it's like i can i can wake up in the morning look at my phone which most of us do sad to say which is a terrible practice and see women that i know and women that i don't know right if you paid attention to the intro of today's episode you might have recognized a very familiar track it's the song that is being played on arguably the most popular of the social media TikTok challenges, current date, uh, the silhouette challenge, right? Ladies, this is the part of the program where I'm going to tell you something that you already know. Some of you may not. Men are visually driven. The physical form renders us stupid. I'm going to repeat that. The physical form renders us stupid meaning <laughs> again is like the the previous and the end of the previous answer it's like add man something like the silhouette challenge man look at how popular it is right dude you can literally hit the hashtag and scroll and look up and an hour has passed that's hard to compete with when you're dealing with a man and a woman who may be trying to just court and date. Now, that sounds very simplistic. I'm going to try to clean it up a little bit. When it comes to courting and dating, again, also, previous answer. If I haven't been made to have to court, to have to date, to get to what I want to, and that transpires over time, Think about something that you used to do, but you haven't done for three months. Now look at that same thing. You haven't done it for nine months. Now look at that same thing and look at it. You haven't done it for 12 months. Now, I don't care if that's something that you are academically astute at. I don't care if that's a hobby that you've done since you were a child. I don't care if it's your job and it's a function that has gone away for uh, because of growth in the field. But for whatever reason, you have to go back to that old means to make something happen. If you have not done something for an extended period of time, you may not completely forget how to do it, but you're nowhere near going to be as sharp as you once were. The same thing happens when it comes to courting and dating. Two reasons why people don't court, why courting and dating is uh, laughable compared to how it used to be. One, ladies. Pay attention, especially, again, for the new people. Listen, I'm not attacking you. I'm just giving you my perspective. I can be wrong, and I can accept that. This is what I think, though, and I feel pretty strongly about this. 
I don't know exactly when, but let's just say it's 2021. Let's say about 10, 15 years ago, maybe a little longer. Uh, there was a kind of a shift from women being able to, from women saying, I'm tired of men calling us hoes because whatever, when they're actually the ones that's out here to sleep with everything that moves, I'm going to do the same thing because I enjoy sex as much as the man does. So I'm going to do the same thing and give a damn about what they think and what they say. They have no ownership of me. They have no, no, no rank and file power over me. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Guess what, man? You can do whatever the fuck you want. It's actually extremely empowering. I was very happy and proud to see that. Uh, you know, hey, sex is an amazing thing. And if you, as long as you're safe, baby, do what you got to do. Enjoy yourself. It's a wonderful thing, right? Here's the thing. <laughs> forever, not since a certain time, forever, women have always been the glue when it comes to, hell, everything especially relationships. Think about way back in the day, right? Way, way, way back. Black and white TVs, even before, right? The man did what? He went out, worked, provided. What did the woman do? Regardless of what her intellect was, what was she doing? She was at the house, taking care of the kids, taking care of the house, right? That's what she was doing. She was the glue that held that relationship together, right? Now you take that, extrapolate that glue portion, Move it forward into the present day. Maybe not the present. Let's still just do two, in the 90s, 2000s. In that realm. 80s. You know, that the, 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 we're going to call it the sweet spot. Right? You are the glue that holds everything together. Men, we are needed. We are dope individuals. Women are amazing creatures that the world would not exist without. Women make men want to be better. It's kind of rare that it's vice versa. That's one thing that kind of has transcended time, right? So when women decided that we can do the same thing, finally, that we can do the same thing men can do because we like and enjoy things, enjoy the physicality of intimacy just as much as a man does, you, it was like a short-term fix. It was, it was essentially a fix. It was, it was, it was a quick high. And there are a lot of women who are still enjoying that to this day. The bad thing is, is that the very fragile male ego took that and they ran with it. Oh, marriage and relationships ain't what it used to be because women out here doing this. Women, are, ain't nobody trying to stay home and do that. Whatever. As nonsensical as it is, that was not a very helpful thing for the state of relationships in the present day. Now, with that said, please give me a moment. Pay attention. What I'm, I'm not saying that it's your fault. You fucked up life as it is and what marriage and happily ever after and relationships and the, and the black family and all that. I, that is not what I am saying. I am merely offering a perspective that I feel pretty strongly about that that aided in this kind of uh, devaluing of what it looks like for a man to have to actually see a woman reach out to this woman express himself in a certain way court this woman to get what he wants which is arguably a happily ever after right in some shape size or form in a traditional sense when if i say i want to work with this woman she 
makes me work a little harder than I have to because I haven't had to work in the past 10, 15, 20 years. What am I going to do? I'm going to go to the next one. Why? Because unlike the past, there are so many more women options that are out there that's willing to give that man what he might be looking for in that moment, which is sexual gratification. Now, for the fellas that are listening to this podcast, the dudes who this does not fit, don't be no hoe. I ain't talking to you. Relax. Chill. I'm not speaking in absolutes. Same thing with the women. I'm not speaking in absolutes, but there are pockets of both genders that this applies to. And it does not take a lot <laughs> for us to make, to, to come to conclusions, good, bad, or indifferent. That's what it is. The second thing, internet, social media. So we already touched on the, the access to excess and the previous answer. I ain't got to go into that again. But one, it was women finding their sexual identities and feeling proud and bold and steadfast and being able to step into them and doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Ladies, again, I applaud you. I applaud you. And then the second thing, the access to excess. When you put those two things together, it's the perfect cocktail. It's the perfect storm to fucking up the present day reality that comes to relationships. Relationships born out of courting and dating. If I don't know how to do something and more importantly, I'm not made to by the masses. You won't, I, it's kind of hard to do something I don't know how to do. It's kind of hard to do something I'm not made to do. And therein lies the issue. That's the answer to that question. So. With that, I'm done with that one. We're going to try to brush through these last three. I'm not sure where we are on the time frame on the, on the window, but I'm trying not to go too long. That was a little long-winded, but as usual, hopefully, somewhere in there, you found uh, something that you, you found the nugget you was looking for. You ain't got to like it. I just want you to take it, find a perspective, listen to it, and maybe it'll speak to you just a little bit. And if you have follow-ups, oh man, it's easy to reach back out to me. Take a real quick break. We can come right back. Jump into five or six, possibly, and seven. And yeah, man, we rolling. Q&A, season two, episode one, unacceptable behavior, your boy, Jason Graham. Be right back. Hey, man, y'all getting tired yet? Am, am I boring you yet? Season 2, Episode 1, man, we back. Let's just jump right back into it, man. See if we can uh, cut some time with this next one. Uh, question 5. How do I know when a situation is over? When should I walk away? Well, person who asked this question, that, that is a very easy question to answer. It might not seem helpful, but bear with me. The answer to that question is, when your brain and or your heart tell you it's time to walk away. The checks and balances that exist in all of us, men and women, are the brain and the heart, the logical and emotional. So regardless of anything, one or the other is going to always give you warning signs, signs of discomfort, signs of Maybe we should consider, 
you know, providing someone with a second chance or working towards, collectively working towards making things work, for lack of a better word. At the same time, there are just as many signs, flags, uh, moments, feelings, uh, glaring neon colored thoughts that tell you when it's time for you to pack your shit and get the fuck out. The problem lies in our ability or more importantly, our desire to heed those warnings, to heed those signs, those signals, those moments, those feelings, right? Fight or flight. First off is real. Secondly, it's learned at an early age. It doesn't go anywhere. It exists. For some people, I feel as though it may grow stronger as they age and get older. Uh, and for others, maybe not so, but for the most part, it's it's there, right? So to to flip that question, I'll say, think about any instance that you have had in the past where you stayed in something too long, or it could even be a situation that you're in presently where there's far more hurt than there is happiness. There's far more ugliness than there is uh, idiotic smiling. When I say idiotic smiling, I mean just those moments of being happy without even really knowing what it is, but you just feel in an elated state because of the situation you are in with another individual, right? There are far more instances where you are either crying, arguing, yelling, tense, downright upset, maybe even, uh, uh, depressed because of a situation you are in with another individual. In my personal opinion, because I'm a huge fan of, uh, I'm not one for standing there and letting somebody punch me in the fucking face over and over and over and over and over again. So we can translate that too. If I'm in a situation with another individual and negative things continue to happen, or I am continuously disappointed, what I myself am not going to do is stand there and allow that person to continue to disappoint me, to continue to hurt me, to continue to uh, lie to me, break me down to until I'm at a point where I'm not recognizable. That's crazy to me. Uh, now, I will say that a way that I think more women can uh, keep themselves from finding themselves in that type of situation is by not ignoring flags in the beginning. If you let shit go on for too long, things become the new normal, which makes it, it blurs the lines, and makes it harder for you to see and decipher. When shit goes wrong out the break, fix it. If it can't be fixed, throw it away. Do not let your fear of being alone force you to make terrible decisions which are going to find you alone while with someone right so short answer you know when it's time to walk away and then the fact that you know if you still find yourself in that situation 
seek help. That may sound crazy, but when I say seek help, I mean uh, if you're not currently speaking to someone like a, a, a counselor of some sort, do so because that speaks to a bigger issue. This issue has nothing to do with that individual. This issue has everything to do with you and your inability to be happy alone versus being depressed together. Right? That's a whole nother bag of worms. Always, 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 I preach. If you don't take anything else from me, this podcast, any direct question you have ever asked me about anything, always choose yourself. Of course, this goes without saying, you know, uh, the caveats, I mean, the, the, the outliers of, you know, parenting is totally different. Obviously, kids come first until they come adults, yada, 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 whatever. But when it comes to relationships, regardless of if they're young or old, choose your own happiness. And if you can't be happy without making the other per- without the other person being happy, that tells you I need to know. You have no business being in that situation. So short answer, listen to yourself. When, you, when your body, when your heart, when your mind says, this is not fulfilling me, pay attention and then respond again. Question six. Uh, <laughs> all right, this one is, uh, uh, okay. Now we're going to do this one. Yeah, this will be six. Question six. That's a long one. Uh, so this guy from my past, we've been on again, off again for a few years. I think he's my soulmate because we keep coming back to one another. So why won't he act right so we can make this work? This question is even easier than the last one. Because he's not your soulmate. Uh, For those who don't know, uh, Jason Graham is a pen name. I am an author. I have one book out. Uh, That book is actually being uh, edited now for uh, physical copy production. Uh, And i got a couple other things that I'm working on currently that will be done whenever they're done. Uh, in that realm, in that world, which I exist in, I have made associations with quite a few other authors. Shout out to all of you all who uh, listen to the podcast or who have. Uh, y'all, the, y'all the homies. Appreciate you and all that you've done for me in my writing career so far, as young as it is. But uh, on topic, uh, a lot of those individuals are actually romance authors. So... Uh, The one thing I will take from these particular independent authors is they are romance authors, but they also their 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 storytelling is crafted in reality. So it's not in that false sense of uh, things aren't always going to work out, but you just got to keep pushing and push through regardless of anything, regardless of if it's the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Seventh or eighth outside kid, damn it, we're gonna push through because damn it, this is supposed to be us. This is this is this is the movie that we are writing together. That's fucking stupid. Right? It's fucking stupid. There's going to be, you know, situations, obviously. Things are gonna come up because people aren't perfect. Relationships are not perfect, right? At the same time, let's be realistic. Uh Something I've found that I've told many uh, uh, a woman of late who I've had conversations with regarding relationships they are either in, uh, starting, ending, what have you, is uh, the honeymoon phase is not something that applies strictly to newlyweds. 
the honeymoon phase applies to people who are in the beginning stages of getting to know one another before they decide to be in an exclusive relationship. During the honeymoon phase, you are not supposed to work extra hard to make things work. Right? If things are difficult out of the out the break, that is a sign that things are not supposed to work out for you two. Now, let's take that and throw it on the soulmate thing. Me, myself, personally, I have never prescribed to uh, the idea of uh, soulmates, at least not in my in the past. Anyway, in the past, I looked at it as I defined a soulmate as there being one person, strictly one person who literally is carved out to be your perfect complement. Right. That's the way I viewed soulmates in the past. Now I've kind of uh, transitioned more so to there are a tribe of people who are essentially your people when it comes to relationships, right? People who are, are made in a mold of which kind of fits you and who you are from top to bottom, inside and outside. Even with that, I'm not the biggest fan of the idea of soulmates. I think it's just a little bit too storybookish in my personal opinion. Take that to this person who asked me this question. Listen to the words you used when you asked this question. Okay, you started off with on again, off again. I wish I was talking to you directly so I knew exactly what on again, off again meant as in terms of frequency and the time spent in this on again, off again dealing. Uh, and then it was. Uh, we keep coming back to one another. So in that, what I what I'm hearing is unrequited love. Right. Uh, we, we, we taking it back to. Just the oldest of old adages. If you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, it was yours. If it doesn't, it never was, right? And that, I kind of, uh, I agree with that to a degree, <laughs> right? If I, I, I'm a huge fan of if you love something and things don't work, let it go. Absolutely. Now, that, that I'm a champion of that. If it comes back to you, cool. Then it's just a matter of timing when it comes back. You know what I'm saying? Now you got lessons learned. We got different experiences that we've kind of undertaken. So when we come back together, we're, we're different people. We're evolved people. So maybe now we're going to work. I'm fine with that. It's the on again, off again for a few years for me. You know what I'm saying? So like that on again, off again, does that mean like we're good for a couple weeks and then shit fizzles out? Does that mean we're good for a couple months that things go left? And then most importantly, when things go left, is it for the exact same fucking reason? If so, that is not. Your soulmate, you're not dealing with somebody who has not done growing and evolving into this more mature version of themselves. You're dealing with someone who is not meant to have time spent on them by you. It's not your soulmate. Short answer, leave this man alone. If he does come back to you after you leave him alone. You make this man do every single ounce of work that it takes to earn you back. Every single. That doesn't mean that you make it hard for him. That just means that you don't concede and give in as though everything is hunky-dory. Right? But on again, off again for a few years, that's stupid. The one thing that I learned from 2020, if nothing else, and man, when I say time is precious, and not a single moment is promised to any of us. Dude, if you're blessed to see this year after what happened last year, 
I, that should go without saying, right? It's it's a rap for all that on again, off again for years. Shit, it's, a, it's we're not doing that no more. We don't have that kind of time to waste. Let that man go, leave his ass alone, and allow yourself to make room for something else, right? Okay, so with that, we're gonna slide off into the next question. Uh, this is question six. Uh, <laughs> okay, this listen. <laughs> oh, my bad. But my homegirls make fun of me because I like to have food prepared for my man and serve him. Parentheses make him a plate and stuff. Make his plate and stuff. Close parent. Is there anything wrong with that? Short answer: No. It's absolutely nothing wrong with that again this is another one of those questions where i kind of wish i i was able to talk to you directly because i just have little small follow-up questions that help frame my answer but short answer no there's absolutely nothing wrong with that is there any there is nothing wrong with a woman in 2021 having the same type of uh mentality whether it was forced or not forced learned taught whatever that was uh fairly prevalent in the 50s and the 60s somewhat in the 70s you know what i'm saying there's absolutely nothing wrong with that there are plenty of women i know plenty of women who are educated multiple degrees who just thoroughly enjoy cooking who also thoroughly enjoy caring for their families and at the same time they get up pre-covid go to the office take care of offices run offices work in courtrooms, work in hospital ERs, pick one. It doesn't matter. I, I've been blessed to to know quite a few women who are pretty goddamn extraordinary, me, myself, personally. And a number of them are kind of cut from a similar cloth. It's just the way that they were raised. That, you know, it's it's not so much that they have to cater to their man, but they they have an understanding where it just kind of fits into their spirit right now with that said if you if your if your homegirls are not those women that's totally fine that ain't got nothing to do with you though the only thing i ask you is when you're doing this is it do you do you feel obligated to do so or is it just something that's just it's just kind of been beat into you over time and in your upbringing so that it's it's just commonplace, almost like breathing. If that's the case, baby, do what you got to do. Now, as long as your homegirls, as long as their issue isn't the fact that you cater for a man who absolutely does not deserve it, keep doing what you're doing. But if that's not the case, now I see their plight. Now I see why they tripping. Now I see why you need to stop and think about what they're saying. This ain't hate. This is some new, new age, ultra pro feminine uh, way of thinking where it's like they're trying to break you out of the bondage that you don't, quote unquote, have to be in any longer because those days are over. It's not what this is. The question of does your man deserve this kind of treatment is very is a very important one. That kind of goes back to other questions we've answered today. Things of, you know, who you are where you are and where you currently are in life. The same thing goes for, you know, where you are in your relationship. So I don't know if this is, uh, I'm going to, we're going to assume this is not a husband. Cause I think you would have said that. 
We're going to say it's your man. So uh, it could be live-in. It might not be. Whatever it is. As long as you're happy and you're not being taken advantage of by this man, keep doing what you're doing. Let them girls, excuse me, let them women have their opinions because our friends are going to have opinions, good, bad, or indifferent. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. As long as, as long as he's not taking advantage of you and it's not putting you out, you're not breaking your back for something that's not uh, deserved or appreciated, keep doing what you got to do. Let your girls rib on you how they're going to rib on you. Because ultimately, all the real issue is, is they mad that when they ask you to bring them some food, it's not enough for them to get sick. Hating ass trollops. I'm just joking. Copy. All right. So with that, we're going to slide into this last question, but I'm kind of on a roll. It's the last one. So we're going we're gonna to let this rock. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Actually, nah, I think I'm good. Let's see. We did. How soon is too soon to have sex? We did. Why won't y'all leave us alone? What do you all want from us? What happened to courting and dating? How do I know when the situation is over? Uh, soulmate question. Homegirls. Hey, man, we did it. Like I said, we went through. We, I, I, I wanted to shoot for 20. You see how long it took me to get through these seven? <laughs> that might have been a two-part episode, man. But, uh, no, nah, I think, I think I, first off, we good. There actually is one more question I may have to slide back in. Uh, the homie uh, from a previous episode, the last episode of the last season, she asked a question during that episode. I might have to go back and see if I can get that real quick on a break uh, so I can answer that. But other than that, we good, man. I think we did a good job. Hopefully, uh, we have been bumping gums to the point of being past the 60-minute mark. I want to desperately be inside of 60. So with that, uh, I'm going to set up. I'm going to kind of check the time, kind of not. Most importantly, I'm about to go see if I can grab this last question. And uh, we're going to come back, answer that, get these parting shots, man, and we done. Uh, this is Unacceptable Behavior, man. Episode 1, Season 2, Jason Graham, question and answer. And, man, I'm having a good time. Hope you can see the same. Be right back. Analyzing women, what is it that we may be doing wrong that makes you guys feel like you don't want to have open communication with us? Because it could be something that on our end that is making you guys feel like, you know, I don't want to be honest and open with her or that guy couldn't tell me that, you know, he didn't want to go on an extensive date because I thought before that I was pretty open with him about, you know, what I like and the type of person that I was. And right. I think my question would okay. be um, for guys and men that are married. Um, if you were single again and you were out there trying to date, you know, do you think that it would be difficult? I am, man. So the homie, uh, the homie L.A. gave me two damn good questions. Uh, so let's go with the first one, man. Um, I don't I don't. Personally, I don't think there's anything that women honestly can do that will help or convince men in the present day to be open with them as far as communication goes. Uh, a comedian who shall remain nameless, <laughs> who, who has written a couple of books and uh, that have been turned into movies about uh, acting like a, a lady but thinking like a man. Uh the, the, there is there is one possibility I could probably offer, and that is 
thinking more thinking more so like a man, right? If there are any dudes that are still listening, you might want to mute this right now, unless you're in a relationship. <laughs> I'm about to give I'm about to give some game away, man. <sighs> Ladies, I think you need to start treating these fellas the same way that they treat you in the beginning. So this does this not a, this does not apply for if you're in a relationship. This is early stages. I just met you. Uh, we're trying to we're just trying to see if we can get along to, to be along, right? So when when I mean early in the game, so ain't there's nothing really invested. If a dude flakes on something that he's supposed to do, fall back, man. And I feel like I might have said this in a previous episode last season. Fall back. Like, you know, you sad to say you gotta start treating some of these situations like uh like business deals. You know what I'm saying? Like if you go to the store and you buy something and it's not to your liking, what you gonna do? You're gonna take it back or you're gonna give it away. Right? It's the same thing. Like it's, it, there are a lot of guys, and it's similar to the question I answered previously today in this episode, that have kind of forgotten how to court, how to date, how to get to know a woman that they are actually interested in. The same thing kind of goes with the communication. It's a, it's a it's a two pronged situation. One is just being out of touch with uh the reality like if you if you actually like someone <laughs> you're trying to actually get to know someone and vice versa you actually have to talk to them i mean it's that that that's just it's a mind blowing type of observation but you know uh this is why you came to the episode for me to to the show for me to give you this type of information right like you know fellas like it's like if you if you actually want to get to know somebody you actually go ahead and talk to them on occasion, and sometimes a little more than on occasion. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have to be forthright. Now, I will say, because women have, and this is gonna sound funny, but I'm not hard to find. You can talk to me directly. You got questions, you won't, you won't follow up. But uh, there, because women have over the past two decades have become a lot more vocal, a lot more out front in voicing what they want and what they will not stand for because of the access to excess instead of a larger percentage of men kind of getting and understanding what that means and adjusting as a, as a populace to kind of fit what the women are, you know, bringing to the table and what they're saying they want and what they need, what they uh, will and will not stand for. They've just said, all right, well, I'm gonna go over here. Right. And the downside of that is, is that you just, you just, part of it is you forget how to do certain things. The other part is you get to a point where you just don't feel as though you have to, so you're not going to do it. And then the other thing is, and this is a little bit more specific to uh, uh, LA's uh, direct question. Go back and listen to the last episode. It's episode 13, season one. She was the second uh, woman I spoke with, I'm not mistaken. The the scenario she gave, she met a guy. The guy I think offered uh, to to meet her, take her out on a date or whatever. Uh, they got to like the week of the date. Dude, the communication started to get a little lax, right? She wasn't pressing him, just kind of shooting my message here or there, like, hey, just seeing if everything's still good. We we never really talked about where we was gonna go, you know, day or whatever that kind of stuff. 
real surface level, and it was real light. Then he responded, and the response was real kind of like, uh, it was whack. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a real lightweight response. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. Didn't really answer nothing. And then when they did finally connect on the communication side, I don't remember if he kind of made an excuse or something that really didn't make no damn sense or what. It was just an all-around just kind of fucked up situation that he could have easily mitigated if he would have taken more, taken more initiative in setting up that entire uh, date, but whatever. But there are a lot of men, and ladies, this has nothing to do with you. There are a lot of men who are not equipped mentally to be able to deal with a woman who, quote, unquote, does not need him. You know what I'm saying? So if a woman carries herself a certain way, comes across a certain way, meaning she doesn't look like the type that wants you to wine and dine her or she's the type that that basically wants that. If she doesn't look like she wants or needs that, she's an educated woman, got her own shit, not to the point where she's constantly voicing it, but you can just see it and, and you hear it in just regular, com- in regular communication that she's she's good. Like she's just She's legit just trying to get to know somebody. That fucks up a lot of these dudes because their game is trash. Now, there have always been men since the beginning of time, every single era, every single generation that are great with women and those that are trash with women. Then you have those that are good with women because of what they have, so they just throw that out there because they, they have zero game. Then you have the dudes that was kind of just middling, kind of making it, but their game is top flight, so they can actually, you know, date above their 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 your tax bracket on occasion. You know what I'm saying? There's always been that type of situation with dudes. The problem is with women becoming more bold, more vocal, more out front, stepping into forcing their way into more leadership roles and the like, not enough men have evolved to be able to navigate those types of women. And that's the situation we had with, with my homegirl. Is you had a, and I know her, and just because I know her, I know how she is. I know her personality. I know her, I know, I just, I just know how she moves. She's not the type that, she's not a flaunt, a flaunting type of individual. She's not big, bold in your face, but she's confident. She's confident and you can see it. She wears it on her face and just in her overall energy. And if you can't navigate that, if you're not used to that, you're going to wilt every single time. And that's exactly what happened in this situation. So, uh, so to answer for that first question, there's not a whole lot that women can do outside of the fact of it's kind of with everything else. If a dude shows you who he is out the gate, he just start, he get a little flaky. You want to throw a question out there to make sure everything good and he responds, cool. If he responds, you don't like it, fall back. If he don't respond, fall back. Either way, I say save yourself for the next one. And hopefully the next one is more of a man than your boy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, not a whole lot you can do there um, outside of just being up front, forthright, out the break. You know, be, not necessarily be aggressive, but, you know, kind of so if you have to take the lead, take the lead, especially on the communication front. But if it looks like it's going to be an issue and that person just can't provide that type of level of just, so we're talking about standard communication. You know what I'm saying? That that's telling you everything you need to know out the break. Like this is not a dude that you that she even waste her time with. Because he if he can't handle you at the very beginning, like with it singular, first, we ain't even been on a date. We literally just met. If he can't deal with that, hey man, <laughs> come on man. What, what what we talking about? So it's it's just a matter of 
maybe being a little more assertive with the communication just to see who you're dealing with so you're not left in limbo. You know what I mean? So you're not wasting time. And then the second question was of uh, married men, if you were back into the dating game, do you think it would be difficult? Uh, my immediate answer would be no. And the reason I say no is because, actually it's yes and no, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, the immediate answer is no, though. Because there are so many, the percentage of men these days who have zero game, again, they just don't even know how to talk and just maneuver, just be around a goddamn woman. You know what I'm saying? It's the, that percentage has dropped to such a frightening level that I think that any man that is currently married, if for whatever reason became single, he would just have to decide if he wanted to be married again or if he wanted to be in a relationship again. If he wanted to, he could be in one before the year's out. That's, that's, the, that's the sad state of affairs we find ourselves in currently because the pool of availables is so trash that just a man who knows how to do simple things like chewing gum and tie his shoes in a relationship would make him look like a platinum level all-star. You know what I'm saying? So in that vein, I'd say no. Now, where I will say yes, sad to say, is because, and it, and it might depend on how long the, the, the man who is currently married, how long he's been married, right? Like if it's only been a couple of years, that's one thing. But if it's been, you know, let's say 10 plus, whoo, that's going to be, that's going to be tough. Would it be difficult to date? Yes, absolutely. Why would it be difficult to date? Because of the access to excess. Right? On one end, whenever he's ready to kind of do something that's more than just a physical type of situation, he could do that. And we, again, hate to go back to previous episodes we discussed on unacceptable behavior, but we have talked about the rising percentage of women who are cool with just physical arrangements and the rising percentage of women who are not necessarily looking for relationships, but it's kind of a physical kind of dating, not really exclusive kind of sort of type of thing. There's so many different types of women in the current climate that a man that is currently married, if he found himself single and entered the pool, he honestly might run around like a chicken with his goddamn head cut off. Like it would be in a, an abundance of riches at his disposal. So because of that, I want to say it would be difficult to date only because he would not have to date to get what he's looking for. There are women at every level that fits whatever he's looking for at that time. Relationship, strictly fucking, Women who just just like to have a warm bed occasionally. Women who don't mind sharing. Women who are polyamorous. Some shit that was not a thing on a large scale 10, 20, 30 years ago. Right? There's so fucking much. The question is, would he be smart enough to schedule regular tests to make sure that he was on the up and up because of all the fucking he be doing. 
So to answer your question, yes and no, because. Right? And with that, man, look, I have thoroughly enjoyed myself. And these last two questions took me, well, I'm sure, over the 60-minute mark. But at this point, I don't even care, man. Uh, hopefully, y'all got something out of there. Hopefully, the shit was entertaining. Hopefully, you didn't sit there and roll your eyes too bad. Most importantly, hopefully, you didn't hear something that made you push stop or hit that little X in the top right-hand corner or minimize the screen, depending on where you listen to this at this, per- at this present time. Hey, man, I'm back, man. I hemmed it hard on if I was going to do it again. I enjoyed talking to y'all, man. And actually, I was a little pleasantly surprised to receive. I've received some DMs. I've received comments from people and other uh, posts and threads that I've kind of chimed in under over the past month and a half or so that pretty much said, you know, when you're coming back, are you coming back, uh, whatever. And that at least let me know that I was not just talking to myself. And that's what's happening. So uh, hopefully this is carrying us into that that same mind frame man i'm enjoying myself i have enjoyed myself talking to y'all once again season two man episode one or the prequel to episode one whatever it ends up being it's coming to a close man follow your boy on social media the jason graham t-h-e-j-s-i-n-g-r-a-h-a-m the jason graham on twitter instagram facebook i'm a little light on facebook so if you really try and get with me Push the follow button or shoot me a message on Twitter or Instagram. And I'll get right back with you, man. Uh, Gmail's the same. Uh, my website is just jasongram.com. Jasongram.com. If you're interested in getting a little, delving a little more into the, the writing that I've done so far and a little bit of uh, what I'm kind of dropping into in the, in the short-term future, by all means, I welcome that as well. Look, man, again, we're going to try to make this a lot more consistent this season. I ain't going to say every week, but if I can get it to every two, I'm doing better than I did last year, you know what I'm saying? But either way, I'm about to stop bumping my guns, man. It's been a long one. Just like season one, episode one, I recorded outside of my car. Season two, episode one, I recorded outside in my car. So it is what it is, man. It's cold as hell now, just like it was then. Uh, we, we still in the 20s here on the East Coast. Uh, which is stupid, but you know, hey, it's really it. Uh, look, y'all be good, man. COVID is still here. Please don't be reckless. And please live life, but most importantly, please be smart, man. Take take every precaution as humanly possible. If you ain't gotta go, don't go. If you do go, be man, just be fucking smart, yo. That's all I ask, man. Cause your your decision could be saving the life of somebody else. And if I lost a listener because of something like that, I just said, hey, man, I I live with that. Cause you know, hey, it's what it is. Uh, science. You know what I'm saying? I'm out. Y'all be good, man. Until next time, again, T H E J S I N G R A H A M. The Jason Graham. Follow me. Hit me. Let me know what's up and what you hated, what you did like, what have you. Share and tell a friend, man. Subscribe, like, all of that above. I'm done, man. Y'all be good. God bless the United States of America. Good night.